your home for ODU football, WVSP-FM Yorktown, and all of Hampton Roads, ESPN Radio 94.1. Welcome to the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. Chartway makes your life more affordable. We're live at Wild Wing Cafe off Sam's Drive in Chesapeake, serving up hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Tonight's show is brought to you by Team Monarch Partners. Pepsi, the official soft drink of ODU Athletics. Pepsi, that's what I like. Cox Business, from speeds up to 100 gigs to cloud collaboration tools, Cox Business offers flexible and scalable solutions to drive business success in Hampton Roads. Learn more at coxbusiness.com. The Virginia Lottery, $11 billion to Virginia's K-12 public schools since 1999. The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. ODU Online. Home or away, ODU Online makes it easy to take your classes with you. Visit oduonline.edu slash team to learn more. And Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay believes lending peace of mind goes beyond mortgages. And now, live from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, here's the voice of the Monarchs, Ted Alexander on the ODU Sports Radio Network. What a long, strange trip it has been. But in many ways, this has been a perfect season for a sports fan. And here's why. The anticipation. You're excited about the return of Old Dominion University football for the first time after sitting out last year with the pandemic. You're ready to rinse that taste of 1-11 from a couple of years ago from your mouth. But you got to get some games going before you can do that. And you have all the anticipation of having a new coaching staff and a bunch of new players. And then the season starts, and you're going, okay, we're glad to have football back, but we aren't quite getting the results we want. But we're seeing some progress. We're noticing that the mistakes that are being made are correctable mistakes. And we see that those guys are hanging in there and still working so we can still hang in there and work but you know what you get to one in six and you start saying you know I love this team and I love these guys and I'm loving the process but could we maybe change the vibe a bit and then the vibe changed not once twice three times four times but five weeks of going one and oh in a row and we get to the mountaintop of joy with our team and the mountaintop when you're at the top It just looks better and smells better and feels better when you've had a little rough go along the way. If the Monarchs just cruised to an unbeaten season, that would be great, and we'd all hope for that. But it wouldn't be the same as when you've dirtied your fingernails during the season and finally scrubbed them clean in time for your second-ever bowl appearance. And that is what happened this year, 2021. And with that, we say welcome to a special bowl edition of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Coach, well done. Everybody in your program has earned this and deserves this. Yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're really excited. And, uh, you know, it's been great. The guys have been really working hard in the practices we've had. Uh, we've only had really one practice where we've actually prepared for Tulsa. Um, you know, the rest of them about getting ourselves better and those sort of things but uh yesterday we did and then we'll we'll, we'll go again tomorrow and then we'll uh we'll go again uh wednesday uh and then uh, we'll actually travel on thursday and then on friday we'll kind of have a special practice that we haven't ever had before in pads down there um and that'll be a good a, another good place for us to get some more toll slain. how long does it take for a team to start getting a little rusty um 
or is it not rusty? It's resty because you've had an opportunity to Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, it, it's a little bit of both, right? I mean, so we've got to make sure that we get better, obviously. We've got some guys with some nicks and uh, bruises and those sort of things. But, you know, really, for the most part, we stayed relatively healthy. Uh, we've been good. We've, we've, you know, we know we've lost a couple key players and that sort of thing. But so is everybody else in the country. So, uh, but we've stayed relatively healthy, and that's been awesome. And, and so we were able to get even more healthy. Uh, right now, we got to make sure, like the rest of the country, that uh, we're, we're uh, you know, staying healthy from like uh, the flu and things like that. So that's that that that's always going to be another chore for us. But you know, I'm just really excited about the way these guys have approached this bull prep. Uh, you know, they've been going full speed. We even went live with some of the younger guys and, and did some tackling for the first time. And some of those guys haven't been tackled since they've been here. You know, so that was that was pretty awesome. Talking with Ricky Ronnie as the Monarchs get set for their second bowl appearance, first since 2016. And coming up between now and the top of the hour here from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, we're talking the beers, we're talking the wings, we're talking the great food, the new menu that Ray's talked about, and we are talking about some prizes for our folks that are here. And we're going to talk to equipment man Daniel Cornier. Last bowl game, he had to put everything on a boat. This time a little bit easier, but still a very detailed task for the ODU equipment manager. We'll hear from him. We'll get our Lexus look ahead as Coach Ronnie takes a look at the Golden Hurricane that comes in, winners of their last three. They're also 6-6, six and six, finished third in the American. And we've got some other surprises as well. It's a special Myrtle Beach Bowl edition of the Ricky Ronnie Coaching Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union, back in 30 seconds. Hey, Monarch fans. Ricky Ronnie here to say show your pride and get the new ODU credit card from Chartway. Sign up for the ODU Visa credit card and begin earning points on every dollar you spend to redeem for cash, travel, and more. And when you switch, you'll get introductory balance transfer offers too. Learn more at chartway.com monarchs or visit a Chartway branch nearest you. Chartway, official credit union of ODU Athletics. Go Monarchs! Back here at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. They've got all the screens going and ready to rock and roll with this uh, night of football. And uh, really any night here at Wild Wing Cafe is a good night. I'm Ted Alexander with the head coach, Ricky Ronnie. Coach, the game against Charlotte, you got the started you wanted. The team came out flying. Yeah, you know, we, we jumped on them pretty good. At, you know, obviously we got to take care of the football, but Nick was there to... Uh, Jump on it, an offensive lineman's dream to score a touchdown. He didn't. He didn't really know what to do because I don't think he knew if it counted or not. So uh, that was that was pretty cool that he was able to get in the end zone as well as he's played this year. That that, that was awesome. But you know, we we, we played really well early. Um, I think we started to all kind of feel what maybe was going on and uh, and something that we were about to accomplish, and, and we started to tighten up a little bit, and and uh, guys got nervous. I mean. We got some old guys who haven't made mistakes all year, and suddenly they're doing things, you know, that mistakes they haven't made ever, you know. So it was uh, it was crazy there for a while, but you know, we we were able to finish strong in the fourth quarter, and that was the key. In the heat of the moment, how can you weather the storm mentally? How do you try and get the guys to a different place where they can get back to what they were doing naturally? It's got to be hard. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it, it, I think we needed to, to create it by, you know, um, some of the play calls on offense and defense, and that's what we were able to do to get to get some momentum going again. Um, and I think that's, what you know, what really caused it. And uh, that, that, that was huge because it, it, it wasn't going well there for a second. Uh, but I did, you know, it was a little bit like our season. It wasn't going to be perfect, but it was going to be very fulfilling, and, and uh, all that hard work was going to pay off in the end. Like many things, it's a cliche because it happens and is true, but momentum can really be a strange thing, can't it? 
yeah, you know how I feel about that with the whole one and zero thing. I don't really believe in the momentum part, but uh, I will say this: we went a long, uh, large swath of that third quarter of not going one and zero very many times. So, uh, you know, we were able to we were able to bounce back though and, and, and forget that. And then, you know, that fourth quarter was, was pretty special. You know, I thought our guys played really, really well. There was a lot of energy from from everybody on our sideline and everybody in the stands, and and it you know led to you know in the end. You know, we won by a, a healthy margin, um, but it, it just it took a while to get there. How nice is it to see offense and defense both contributing to victories along with special teams and everybody having a hand in it, be it for the good times or sometimes when the bad things happen? Because it almost proves that we're all in this together every single play. Didn't yeah, no, there was no doubt about that. I mean, that was that was it right there. You know, we were all in, in this thing together, and uh, I think that that was the – the thing that really showed me that our guys were there. I mean, the defense was struggling a little bit and the offense and the special teams, and it's, there was no one to pick us up. You know, we, had, we all had to do it ourselves, and, and I think that that was key for us because there's been other times where uh, maybe one side of the ball was struggling and, you know, all of a sudden we get a kickoff return for a touchdown. Or maybe a side of the ball is struggling and all of a sudden we get a uh, strip sack. Uh, or one side of the ball is struggling and all of a sudden we get a 70-yard touchdown. You know what I mean? So I, I, that's not what happened here. It was little things the whole way, and uh, I thought that was critical. What was the end of the game like when you realize you've won five in a row, you've gone 1-0 for this particular week, and you're bowl eligible? I mean, I'd like to say I remember, but since I got hit in the head three times with uh, uh, ice cubes and, and all, all sorts of other things, I, we don't have a lot of experience uh, with Gatorade baths, apparently, because I did get nailed. So they just cream you with the cooler in the I back mean, they, of the head. Yeah, they threw it at me. Um, <laughs> and I told them that's not really how that's supposed to go down. And then they, they didn't check. I mean, there were literally, like, ice chunks, like, this big in there. And, they, I mean, that wasn't a good deal either. And then I also didn't understand why there was two of them. I, I thought... I, I told the guys, I thought that was overkill. You know what I mean? The first one, they got me. You know, I didn't, I, we, didn't need the, we didn't need the second one because the second one was cold. I think, the, I think the, maybe they didn't think they really got you. You have to officially be got. Yeah, yeah. Then the second one was cold. And I didn't realize how cold it was until we did the press conference after the game. And I realized when I watched it, I'm like shivering, you know. <laughs> and uh, I probably should have changed. Uh, Tim Kovacs told me to change before I went in there. And I, I like most things. I should have listened to Tim, and I didn't, and, uh, and, and so I, I was very cold in that, in that press conference. So for those of us that watch football all the time, and at the end of big games, we always see the Gatorade bath, what should we be thinking from the coach's standpoint? Because maybe you know it's coming, maybe you're hoping it's coming, or, or whatever. What, what should we be thinking as we watch our next Gatorade bath celebration, hopefully Monday night in Myrtle Beach? I didn't think that I, I honestly did not expect it. And I know I should have. And everyone's like, you know, and that that's a rookie mistake on my part. But I wasn't expecting it. And uh, R.T. Johnson set me up and he like hugged me. And I thought he was being, you know, I thought we were having a moment, you know. Yeah. And instead, instead, he was just a complete setup, you know. And then after the first one, I never thought they'd get me twice. So I, I wasn't even paying attention at that point. And then, the, and then they got me again. So, yeah, I'll remember that with RT. I mean, he, he was. He, he set me up. I thought we were having a whole, a whole thing there. And then uh, all of a sudden, next thing you know, I'm getting an old Gatorade tub thrown on my head. And it is cold. You're, you're here to, to, to vouch for the fact that it's cold because it's icy beverages dumping all over you. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. And it was cold that night, you know. I mean, if it would have been last Saturday or whatever, it was beautiful. So that, that would have been a little different. You had 
a senior night to celebrate there as well. And it, it was probably a little bit, it'll be more bittersweet down the road. But for the time being, you had some special moments with guys like we talked to Isaac Weaver today and, and, and some of the other seniors, Jojo Heaton. Uh, what was that like? Because it's not the end, but it's a lot closer to the end than it used to be. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what made it so special that we were able to be bowl eligible, uh, that it didn't have to be the end. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's never going to be the end, right? I'm always, I right, hope, right, right. I hope I'm always in those guys' lives. I mean, um, they mean a lot to me, and 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 they always will, and and I'll do anything for any of those guys. And so, um, but yeah, in order to see them every day, in order for them to joke around with them every day, and things like that, yeah, I mean, that's. That's coming to an end here pretty quick, and, and I think that's what makes bowls so special is there is a finality to it, and you know what's coming, and you know that it is at the end, um, and you know to take advantage of, of each and every one of those moments and, and those little jokes that they may make or the opportunities that you get to make fun of them or whatever, and you know that those things are, are pretty special. How special was that group of six-year guys, and how important were they for you to get your message to the others or at least have guys that had been around the block a bit to help the new ones uh they were critical uh they were absolutely critical i mean those guys obviously they're great players i mean they made a bunch of plays for us i mean if you look at that that 28 to 7 run there those guys are making some plays right i mean jojo and uh jordan each each came up with some turnovers and and obviously you know ike ike was blocking well um but i've told this before you know i did not do a good job when i was a senior in college um buying into my new coaching staff and uh, I, I literally regret it almost daily. And uh, those guys ne never did that. They won't have to have that regret. They bought in from day one, and they were awesome. And uh, it's something that they're going to have a lot of pride in, knowing what, you know, that buy-in and that sort of faith uh, was rewarded. And that's something that you know, they're going to be able to look 10, 15, 20 years from now and know that you know, not only were they a huge part of it from a production standpoint, but they were a massive part of it in terms of culture. So in your first year as head coach, you become bowl eligible. What, what kind of text numbers did you get? To what extent was your phone blowing up? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got a lot. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, but it's more so, it's one thing to send a text, which is awesome, and I appreciate all those people who are doing that, and there's a lot of people in the business who are doing that, but, you know, I have a lot of friends who aren't in this business, and, and maybe I went to school with them or whatever, and, you know, a lot of them are bringing their families down to Myrtle Beach, and, and, and it's, it's unbelievable to me that, um, you know, you always think you have good friends, and you always think that people are going to be there for you, and just to know that they're taking time out of their, their lives to come down and, and, and watch you coach a football game is, is, is a pretty amazing thing, you know, and uh, I've got some good friends and some good people, and so I, I, I appreciate that. It's the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. We're at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. A shout-out to Ray Ronker and his staff here at Wild Wing Cafe. What a great job they've done hosting us all season long. We've had some funky moments here and there, but uh, Ray and the crew here at Wild Wing Cafe always uh, deliver for our program here, and we appreciate that and their support of ODU Athletics. Coming up on the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, we will still get to our equipment manager, Daniel Cornier. Our Lexus look ahead means the Golden Hurricane of Tulsa. They've been around for over 120 years. Uh, what do they have for the Monarchs when it comes to the Myrtle Beach Bowl 2021? We'll talk about that and much more back in a moment. But first, this from Team Monarch partner Pepsi. Pepsi, that's what I like. 
Dear past, present, and future football watchers, football is back. So consider this your official excuse for always putting football watching first, courtesy of Pepsi. That haircut appointment? Seeing the in-laws for the first time in ages? It's been so long. Nope. Sorry, Susan. Not if it's on Sunday. Long story short, after the year we've all had, we think you could use a little football watching. So crack open a Pepsi and cheer your football watching face off. With love, Pepsi. Made for football watching. <sighs> That's what I like. At Optima Health, we care for our members on and off the field. With Optima Health's virtual consults, members can securely connect with a board-certified physician for non-emergency care or behavioral health concerns 24-7 by phone, online, or through video chat. We offer a full suite of health and wellness tools, personal health assessments, and health coaching available on a user-friendly platform. So visit OptimaHealth.com to find out what our team can do for you. Offered by Optima Health Plan. If you're considering starting or finishing your degree online, ODU Online is ready to work for you. Your success is our priority, and we're ready to help you meet your goals. Whether you want to finish your bachelor's degree or graduate with your Ph.D., browse over 120 programs and find one that matches your ambitions. And count on our support from before you enroll, through graduation, and beyond. Visit online.odu.edu slash team and get in touch today. That's online.odu.edu slash team. This is the time for tailgating. This is the time for football. Old Dominion Football, ESPN Radio 94.1. A man in motion, handed off to Watson, straight up the gut. Blake Watson is inside the five, lunges, football on the ground, and it's covered! Covered for a touchdown, and they say he was down. That's Sal DeVere who came up with it for Old Dominion. Well, one said he's down, one said it's a touchdown. I think they're going to give it to him. Ruling on the field is a touchdown for Nick Saldaveri. How about that? One of our top 10 play nominees. And we're going to be counting down the top 10 plays of this 2021 ODU football season. Monday, beginning at 1.30 in our Toyota pregame show from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And uh, I've given Coach a ballot to, to see what he thinks of uh, as the top plays. And uh, we've uh, also got a, a, a cast of myself and Eric Bohannon and Andy Mishaw and James Witham voting. And... Uh, Coach, you, Eric, and I have the same number one play, so that's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it was a huge play. Yeah, it was a huge play. Stop I mean, play of the year. We we needed uh, we needed a win in, in, in the worst way, and, and uh, to watch Nick come back, and you know, obviously, um, to be able to come back and, and hit those two quick kicks at the end of that uh, that Tech game was was huge. Well, I guess we've let the cat out of the bag when it comes to the number one play, huh? Yeah, my bad. I'm not good at, uh, at, 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 at you know, the... Uh... Well, I, actually, we brought them here. I, I brought the plays, the ballot to you just because I want to hear your thoughts on some of these plays that really okay. shape this, this old dominion. I, I won't put any more of my numbers on there. No, I, now know, I now know that uh, I'm not good at the whole showbiz thing. There. That's okay. Yeah. And I didn't tell you anything about that, so that's, that's uh, on me as well. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's just talk about uh, one that broke your heart, the Koontz 19-yard almost game-tying catch against Buffalo. The Monarchs, the 27-point comeback in the second half, shut out the Buffalo Bulls only to drop that one by one. Huge play, yeah. It was a huge play. There was a couple. There's there's many huge huge plays in that game. Um, you know, it's always going to be a game. I remember, uh, 
I'm sure I'll try to forget, uh, but it is a game I'll always remember because it showed the resiliency of this team and, and ultimately showed what we were going to be able to accomplish in the second half. But obviously that one, uh, that one's not one of my favorite plays ever. I can, uh, you know, just because of what happens after it. It did not make coach's list. Lamarion James kick return for a touchdown against FAU. That was a, that was another huge game. Yeah, we needed that. You know, we needed that, that, that play, uh, so that's why that one was so big is, is uh, we were struggling a little bit and, and came back, and that thing turned the tide. Uh, let's see. R.T. Johnson, the extra point return in that crazy game, the two-point fest. I've never seen that before, so that's why that one's on there. I, I've never been part of that one before, so it was, it was awesome to be able to, uh, to be part of that. Yeah, you know, those, those kind of cool things in football, you know, that you can't really prepare for, so that was awesome. Others things again so many things you just never know what's going to happen that's why you have to keep watching or listening dv harris not one but two touchdowns this season the pick six and then the scoop and score in the charlotte game and they're both great plays i mean you know sometimes as a defensive player you can kind of dumb into a touchdown or whatever i mean those are great plays i mean both of them um and so that that was awesome and and both of them served to kind of put the nail in the coffin of a couple things Ali Jennings had the game of his life against Charlotte. Uh, nine catches, 252 yards, and three touchdowns. He's been doing it for you for most of the year, but that was a wonderful game. Yeah, I hope it's not the game of his life. I hope he's got a few more, more of those in him. To this you know? point. Yeah, to this point. <laughs> no, he, he was awesome. I mean, he really was. Because if you go back and you look at some of those catches, I mean, they were incredible. Now, did, did Hayden put them you know, where only he could get them? Absolutely. I mean, they, they were good throws. Uh, but... You know, those are some challenging catches, and, and he made some he made some incredible things there. And then ran after the catch. I was starting to get on him because he, he he was like the king of being down inside the three yard line. Which I told him, you know, you know, wideouts usually like to score. So uh, so he came over as soon as he scored that first one, and he was pretty happy about that. How do quarterbacks and receivers? We've heard about the extra work after practice and those type of things, but how do they build the trust where Hayden knows that he, if he goes upstairs with it, Jennings or Koontz or your other guys are going to give it their best effort to get it? You know, just through practice and, 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 and one-on-ones against our defense, and we've got some great cover guys, so we've got to put some balls uh, in some, you know, some positions that are hard to get to. So I think that, you know, just through that and then also just watching how hard guys work and, and – uh, being around them, knowing their personality, you know they're going to come through for you in the end. I mean, I had, uh, when I played, I had a guy by the name of Joe Splendorio who was six foot six and 230 pounds, and he had like a 30-some-inch vertical, and I literally would just punt the ball up to him, and he would go get it. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I, I would say half my career touchdowns I, I were just, I mean, most people would call them, you know, prayers, but I knew Joe would go get them. Nick Saldaveri, the offensive lineman, fumble recovery for a touchdown. He's playing through the whistle, et cetera, and made a really heads-up play. Yeah, I mean, the key there is he got so much movement on his guy that he was a yard, two yards. He scored with his guy. He was a yard, two yards deep in the end zone. And then the ball came out, and then he was able to get on it. Obviously, we want to protect the football and not do that. Uh, we've had a few too many of those near the goal line. But, um, yeah, he was, you know, the fact that he was doing his job and scoring with his man is what allowed that to happen. How about Blake Watson going over 1,000 yards, just the second Monarch to do that? He did it in 10 games. You know, he, he did a great job, our, all of our running backs did, but I, obviously it's a credit to our, our, our wide receivers, uh, you know, blocking downfield, our offensive line opening some huge holes, and our tight ends, you know, our tight ends played very physical all year, and they did a great job, um, and, and that was huge. So, 
huge credit to those guys. But we, we had a bunch of running backs. You know, you go look at Elijah Davis. He's, he made a bunch of huge plays uh, this season and, and able to make, you know, a lot of yards. He scored a lot of touchdowns. So that was, that was huge for us. Well, and he, he was a guy that was sort of the epitome of being banged up and trying to get back in there and then getting banged up again and getting back up and going back in there. And, and you know, he's on our list with a 45-yard TD against Middle Tennessee or 61-yarder. He could break open those holes and turn a little something into a lot of something. Yeah, you know, he had a couple of good ones, you know, obviously uh, Middle Tennessee, and he had the one against uh, FIU as well. Um, those are two huge plays that got us going, and, and, and you know, those games kind of turned on those plays. So he, he, he scored some big plays for us. You know, we had, shoot, we had another running back go over 100 yards in a game in uh, Juke. So, you know, we, I thought we did a nice job all year blocking in the run game, and, and, and that really helped us establish some play action pass down the field. What about JoJo Heaton's 89-yard interception return against Charlotte? How, how big a play was that? Because the 49ers were starting to roll there and that nipped that drive in the bud. Yeah, they were going down the field, and they, were, and they actually ran a play that we were really concerned about all, all week. Um, and JoJo read it perfectly and intercepted it. And then uh, I, I've made fun of him many <laughs> he, times. He talked, I, have he, no, I have no idea how he didn't score. I mean, like, he, 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 did, he did the hard part. He got to the part that, like, you or I could have scored at the end, you know. But, I mean, he did all the hard things. And then at the end, I don't know if he just, like, lost his mind or what, but he, he literally ran into a guy. Um, but I wanted him to score so bad because that play was awesome, and, and, and he deserved that. Well, and he, t- he told us today it was just if, if he had to do it over again, he'd just keep going right. I mean, it's like you're trying to get across the country, and you can either drive the interstate or take the, the vacation route and look for the world's largest ball of string, and he seemed to get, get a little off track there on the way to six. Yeah, that's in Kansas. The world's, yeah, okay. I've, 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 been, I've been through there before. <laughs> yeah, that's, it. that's actually in Kansas. I've been through that town. I, I, I Is did that not, your big gift? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't see, I didn't go to it. But there's a lot of cool things. Uh, when you're driving around recruiting in Kansas, northwest Kansas in particular, quick story, sorry, sidebar. But in northwest Kansas, there's a jut out, and it goes from mountain time to, to, to central time. Okay. Right? And so you would have, like, one visit at noon, stay there an hour, and your next visit would be at noon. And wow. so it's kind of a... It, That's crazy. It, yeah, it would get to you a little bit. It, that, that thing was a little weird to me. I, I totally screwed that up the first time I did it. All right, another... Uh, how about Jason Henderson with the sack and the fumble and the recovery to seal the deal against Middle Tennessee State? Yeah, I mean, everyone knows I love that kid. I love the way he plays. Um, I, I, I've, I've been recruiting him for a long time. You know, I've, I've recruited him... Uh, my last school that was in my recruiting area, so I, I've known about him forever. And uh, I just love the way he plays the game, how physical he plays it, and uh, it was awesome to see him make a play like that. Also had the safeties against FAU. The second was the grounding, but the first one was just, just domination. Yeah, the, again, that was one of those things that, you know, I've never been around a game uh, with that many uh, two-point plays, so that was that was a pretty sweet game. and. There's a lot of things I got to have first of this year. You never, you know, at the, after a while, you never think you're going to have those firsts anymore. You think it's over, um, but we did, and, and uh, it was a fun, you know, that, that was a really fun game. A look at some of the plays that made this Monarch season such a fun ride. Monarch 6-6, six 5-3 and six, five and three in Conference USA, headed to the Myrtle Beach Bowl to take on the Golden Hurricane of Tulsa. Still to come on our Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show from Wild Wing Cafe. We're presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. We'll get our Lexus look ahead 
at this Tulsa team. They're pretty darn good. They'll be a great opponent. And if you look at the numbers and all that stuff, looks like a really good matchup. Plus, I'm going to tell you why you need to be in Myrtle Beach this weekend to watch the Monarchs. That plus more. And up next, it's equipment manager Daniel Cornier right here from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. But first, this from our host location, Wild Wing Cafe. Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake features hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Wild Wing Cafe is a longtime supporter of Old Dominion football and is home of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. You can't talk ODU sports without great food, and Wild Wing has it. Fabulous finger foods, superb sandwiches, wild wraps, bodacious burgers, scrumptious salads, and we cannot forget about the wings. Choose from chicken feathers, chicken fingers, chicken nuggets, and bone-in or boneless wings. The wings at Wild Wing Cafe feature 33 fresh prepared sauces that will tantalize your taste buds time and time again. Hang out with great people and watch all the games on the TVs at Wild Wing Cafe. There's also an outdoor patio area with cornhole and more. Join the Wild Club. Download the app to unlock rewards and order fresh food. Wild Wing Cafe features dine-in, curbside pickup, and delivery options. Located in Chesapeake at 1437 Sam's Drive off Battlefield Boulevard. Wild Wing Cafe, where hospitality meets quality, craft, and creativity. We'll See you at the wing. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See Priority Lexus of Newport News and Virginia Beach. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. High Val Industries has been proudly serving the military and commercial customers in the Hampton Roads area for over 35 years. High Val specializes in the hydraulic and mechanical repairs on all military and commercial marine vessels. The company's ability to perform efficient, high-quality workmanship and interact as a valuable team player has earned the respect and confidence of its prime contractors, partners, and commercial customers. That's why High Val and the Monarchs are a winning combination. Come join High Val in supporting all of your ODU teams. Look them up at www.highval.com. Whether it's Monday night, Thursday night, Saturday, Sunday, or Sunday night, for all your football needs, ESPN Radio 94.1. Down, here's Hayden Wolf. He's got a problem. He's going to go deep. Has a man out there. That's Jennings. Makes the catch at the 18. Reverse spin inside the 10. Touchdown, Old Dominion. Ali Jennings pirouetting like a ballerina, and he dances into the end zone for six. It's a special Myrtle Beach Bowl edition of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Pleased to be joined by the equipment guru.com, if you will, Daniel Cornier. Happy bowl season, Danny. Happy bowl season to you, Todd. Second trip to a bowl for the Monarchs, second trip to a bowl for you. Let's go back to the heroic effort of getting everything to the Bahamas Bowl. It's a fun place to go, but boy, it's really hard, isn't it? Yeah, it was a great experience. It provided a lot of challenges. Um, obviously, we had to uh, ship about 12,000 pounds over in a, two shipping containers. Uh, we had about a week's time to kind of turn it around and get it over there. We also had about a couple thousand pounds we threw underneath the airplane. But it all went well with a, with a lot of planning and, uh, and a little luck. Everything worked out great, and we had a great experience. So, Just for fun... When did you get the last stuff back from the Bahamas? Was it within uh, orderly detail, or was it months and months later? 
No, we got everything back probably the week after uh, Martin Luther King uh, holiday. So um, we were we were waiting for quite a while, and we had some stuff that really really smelled bad when it got back. So uh, that was a, that was a fun day or two, just trying to go through everything um, and resort and everything about three four weeks after the season. So everybody's waiting to see where the Monarchs are going to go. We find out uh, a little bit ago that's going to be Myrtle Beach Bowl against Tulsa. You're watching the same shows, listening for the same information. What's the first thing you need to do when the word comes out? Uh, you know, we just we get a bowl manual from the bowl. They let us know. They kind of give us some of the basics. And then what, you know, myself or probably a lot of the other staff members will do is call other people that have been to that bowl. Um, so we'll reach out to previous teams, kind of look through some of the basics, and then start going through our list. It's not the Bahamas Bowl where we have a short amount of time to turn everything around. You know, we're able to t- uh, take a tractor trailer like we would at a, a normal road game. So that provides us with some extra opportunities. It, it's, uh, it makes things a lot easier. Um, but it will have its own challenges, um, you know, as well. But, uh, you know, honestly, you kind of prepare for it like a long road game. You know, with a couple extra days stay, you're going to practice. And we've had some practices or uh, some experience similar to this before. You know, when a hurricane comes through, we might practice an extra day at a high school beforehand. Uh, it's very kind of similar there. You know, you got to kind of think of what you're going to need for that practice as well as the game. So the difference, the main difference between this and any other week is the amount of time spent on sites. And that means more practices and, and more needs for gear, right? Yep. So, you know, we'll have about three practices down there um, and then the game. So we'll get down there, um, I believe, on the 16th, you know, practice 17, 18, 19 and play on the 20th. And then uh, we'll um, we got to go through, like, what are we going to do for each practice? So, you know, on a typical maybe a Wednesday practice, what items do we need uh, that we need to make sure that we have down there? So we did a site visit. We can kind of see what we're going to practice at, take an idea if they have anything that we can use there or, or figure out what we need to bring with us and kind of coordinate uh, those things. And we'll spend this week making sure we have everything we need, and then we'll load it up and get ready to go. How any, Anything quirky about uh, the home of Coastal Carolina, where the game will be, or the fact that the team's staying about 20 or 30 minutes away from the stadium, uh, that's probably nothing new. We've done that before. Anything quirky about the Myrtle Beach Bowl in terms of your position? Uh, no, I think uh, the, the only surprise is when we got down there, I think their visiting team locker room had about uh, 58 lockers. Um, so, um, you know, depending on how many people we dress, um, for the game itself, uh, it'll be a, a close quarters to say the least. <laughs> now you've been doing this for a while. How did you first get interested in this end of the business? Because it's probably pretty cool, but it's a lot of hours. Yeah, I was a baseball manager here uh, in undergrad and uh, was doing laundry one night after a game, found an internship with the New York Jets, um, and that was kind of my first experience with football. And timing's everything. As I was graduating, the program was starting here. Um, So, you know, I lucked out, was a GA for a year, uh, and then joined the staff full-time after that. So I've been very fortunate. There are those that say the New York football Jets have never been the same since you left. Uh, would you agree with that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think it's me that the uh, the issue there, the Jets. But it, it was a great experience. I'm very grateful to those guys. They kind of, um, you know, gave me my first introduction to football and and how things are done. Um, and it really kind of pushed me to kind of keep going in this direction. It was it was you know it piqued my interest and something I've obviously stayed with. You're really good at this. Anybody that has worked with you will say that. What ingredients go into success in this job but what kind of makeup do you have to have to be good at this 
Um, I think you got to understand that, you know, it's not a normal job. You're going to spend a lot of time here. Um, and you got to be okay with that and, uh, that you're, um, going to be kind of the under the radar guy. People are going to depend on you. You're not necessarily going to be the guy. Um, and you got to um, be okay with that factor as well. I think the, the biggest thing for me is I've been very fortunate to, uh, work for great people and have, uh, great students and great assistants that have helped me out. You know, I couldn't do the Bahamas Bowl without you know, the student staffs I had and my assistant Mitch Lobbs at the time. And we're, you know, we're getting ready for this bowl. Our students here, you know, I've, I've been here since the summer. Um, you know, my GA has been been rocking and rolling. Um, you know, well before that, you know, our, our new assistant Will that's been working with football got here um, the day before camp started and just hasn't stopped. And so uh, we've been very fortunate with that group as well. I think that's a, a big, big. Uh, part of why we've been able to do the things we've uh, been able to do things so well. Five-game winning streak. Where are you during a game, and what's going through your mind during a game? Uh, you know, honestly, during the game might be the, the calmest time. You know, for us, we get to the stadium about six hours ahead of time. Yeah, you know, know. We- <laughs> yes sorry ted uh eric uh you guys gotta ride with us but uh we'll we'll get there early um you know make sure everything's set up and then kind of just wait for the team you know uh the night before is really our big night on game day and making sure any last minute checks if there's we forgot anything you know making sure that the guys have it um but honestly during game we're just kind of wandering the sideline um you know making sure everybody's good to go if there's a helmet issue we'll fix it or if there's another issue we'll try to get it fixed right away um but and then we're getting ready to try to get out of the locker room and uh, back on the road as quickly as possible for uh, away you know we'll try to shoot for 50 minutes to get out of that that uh locker room and back uh headed towards the airport or on the bus you ever forgotten anything uh yeah or what story do you have about forgetting something it has of course a happy ending uh those stories are going with me to the grave and the things that I've forgotten. Uh, so those, those are kind of my equipment manager secrets. So I'll, I'll keep it at that. But yeah, you know, it, you do forget things at times, you know, it happens. Um, and I think so much of our job is trying to figure out how to, um, you know, solve problems quickly or just, you know, troubleshoot, you know, all right, this doesn't work. So what can we do next? Uh, so if we forget something, you know, we figure it out. If we got to r- run somewhere to a store, um, you know, it, it happens, but uh, you know, we try to, you know, check on things and go through our list uh, so much so during the week that we don't run into those issues, that they're pretty extreme when they do happen. So, Dan Cornier, equipment manager extraordinaire, congratulations on a wonderful run this year and enjoy the trip to Myrtle. Thanks, Dad. That's Dan Cornier. How important is that position in any football program, Coach? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's critical, and he does such a great job. I mean, I think that's the most I've ever heard him talk uh, <laughs> in my entire life. So good job by you pulling that out of him. But no, nah, he, he's he's amazing, and, and uh, he, he just he never wants any credit, and uh, you know he always he always takes responsibility for anything that goes wrong, even though it's never his fault. But it's it's he's unbelievable, and uh, you know the program really would would struggle without him. He knows, uh, especially because he knows where all the equipment. Are. We we have equipment in like thirty seven different spots on campus, <laughs> and uh, I think he's the only one in. Uh, the entire university knows where everything is. Institutional knowledge right there from Danny. Uh, Monarchs earning Conference USA honors after this football season. First team all-conference USA tight end Zach Kuntz, 71 receptions, second in FBS in catches for a tight end. Well-deserving of that honor, don't you think, Coach? Yeah, I thought he did a nice job. Uh, you know, he made a lot of plays for us, especially in some big moments. So I was really proud of him and, and what he was able to accomplish. So that, that you know that was that was a great recognition for him and for our entire offense. All freshman team: Isaiah Page, Jason Henderson, and Maury Morrison, and Santana Saunders. 
your thoughts overall on these types of awards. It's recognition. I know in, in, in some circles they're saying, all right, everybody gets a trophy, but everybody works hard, I would think, if they're on your team and participating, but you can't give everybody an award, right? How, what, how do you look at these things? Well, not everybody gets a trophy because Alonzo Ford not being on this is one of the biggest shames I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. I don't, I don't know what people are looking at. A kid who starts 12 games uh, at you know, at nose tackle for a team that was ranked, you know, in the top 25 in run defense, and somehow he's not on the all-freshman team, that, that doesn't make any sense for me. So that's why I think these things are silly because uh, it opens that, up a lot what, of debate. That, yeah, well, debate. You're, no, that there's no debate. He should be on there, and that, it, it, it's, it's crazy that he wasn't on there. It's also, what I'll add to that, it's interesting that perhaps there's a cap on that all-freshman team number, which kept your guy from getting on there, but then they have 120 honorable mention people. Yeah, that was the other thing. I mean, I haven't really talked about this, but I just thought that, you know, for a team that won, that went 5-3 and three in the league and, and, and battled with some other teams, you know, lost in overtime to, to you know, uh, to Marshall and, and, you know, played. You, look, you go back and look at it, we played Western Kentucky as well as anybody um, and all those sort of things. I was a little surprised uh, that we didn't have more first-team or second-team players. I thought, I thought we should have had some more of those. You know, I thought there were some guys who, who certainly earned it. Um, you know, if you just look at Blake Watson's uh, productivity in conference games, you're going to be a hard time telling me that he's not, you know, that he's not at least second-team. I mean, I, you know, and, and that sort of thing. What I think happens is a lot of times these, these awards are almost, you know, they're almost done preseason. That's the thing. And, and, and so that doesn't make any sense to me, you know. And so those are the things I, I don't understand. Um, like you said, you know, Zach Koontz is one of the top guys, and he, and he can't get on the, the Mackey Award list and those sort of things. I mean, these, these things are all done preseason, and, and I think that's the shame of, of, of what we do there. Oftentimes following players or teams is – too difficult for those with the votes in their hands, I guess. Coming up on the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union, it's our Lexus Look Ahead. Tulsa, what about this Golden Hurricane team going to its 23rd bowl and its 120-something year of college football? We'll talk about it when we come back. But first, this message from... Team Monarch partner, Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay believes lending peace of mind goes beyond mortgages. Hey, Monarch fans! Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group is honored to be a part of the ODU community. We love what we do while making a difference, whether we are putting families in the home of their dreams or giving back to the communities we serve. Our Atlantic Bay Cares initiative always adjusts for the needs of now, no matter what comes our way, because we're here for you, whenever, wherever, however. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS number 72043. NMLSconsumeraccess.org is an equal opportunity lender. Located at 600 Lindhaven Parkway, Suite 203, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23452. The world's best pizza, and you made it. I made it. But what if no one could taste it because they couldn't find it to order online? Sad. Very sad. Luckily, 99.9% reliability from Cox Business Internet does more than help with everyday tasks. It helps connect your business to your customers. Order up! So the world's best pizza can finally reach the world. Visit coxbusiness.com for details. All services subject to Cox Business General Terms. 
Domestic Fuels and Lubes is dedicated to providing their customers with the highest quality products along with fast and courteous service. They have grown over the last 35 years to be the largest locally owned and operated petroleum distributor in Southeast Virginia and Northeast North Carolina. Whether you require motor rows or lubricants for your business, pumps and tanks for your construction projects, gasoline or diesel for your fleet, serving the maritime industry or heating oil for your home, you can take comfort in knowing that they are there. Visit DomesticFuelsAndLubes.com or call 757-545-5100 to get in the game with Domestic. You want the primetime games? We have them. You want the big games? We have them. You want Old Dominion football? We have it. ESPN Radio 94.1. And you hand it off to Watson. Watson comes near side, up the middle, across the 30, spins to the 35-yard line. Blake Watson breaks into the clear at the 50. The 40. Watson into Charlotte territory, finally ridden out of bounds at the 30. How about that for third and 16? Hey, give it to the guy who's led you here all the way, and you never know. Blake Watson has just gone over the 1,000-yard mark. He becomes just the second monarch in history to reach that plateau. Ray Lowry did it twice. And he did it in 10 games. Mm. Welcome back to the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. We're doing the Myrtle Beach Bowl a week from tonight. It's the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Actually, it's a 2.30 kickoff, Old Dominion and Tulsa. It's time for our Lexus Look Ahead, brought to you by your local Lexus dealer, who invites you to test drive a luxurious Lexus today. Lexus, experience amazing. Monarch 6-6, six 5-3. Six, Tulsa, coach, 6-6, six 5-3. Six, yeah, they're a good football team, you know, and they've been, uh, they played a really tough schedule. Uh, you know, when you look at, you know, Ohio State and Oklahoma State, uh, Cincinnati, I mean, those are teams that were, you know, competing for the college football playoff this year, and and so they, they played some they played some tough opponents this year, and and uh, they were able to win their last three games to get bowl eligible. So they we're both uh, playing some good football right now. Um, you know, they've got a great player, and one of their defensive linemen is is number ninety is, is Jackson player. Yeah, he's great. I mean, he's fantastic. His incredible contact balance and, and things like and, and incredible quickness for his size. And then they have another defensive lineman who's, you know, over 350 pounds. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, they say I think they, they list him at like 375. Um, I mean, he is a mountain of a man. Tyrese Stevenson, number 97, 6'3", 365 on the scorebook. Yeah, he, he's a mountain of a man. Uh, so they, they, they play a little bit of an unusual defense. They play three safeties, a little bit with uh, most people would maybe see on TV from Iowa State uh, and things like that. But uh, do a nice job, and on offense, they, they play a space game. Uh, Coach Montgomery's been a, uh, an offensive guy for a long time and done a really, really nice job. And so, uh, you know, excited to go up against them. I know our team is excited and uh, looking forward to the challenge. Davis Brin is their 6'2 redshirt junior quarterback, and he's thrown for 16 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Do you ever know going into a bowl game, Coach, if it's going to be one of those crazy things or if it's going to be a buttoned-up affair or whether their team's going to be prepared or whether your team's going to want to play? Are those answers you can find in the practice field or you just hope? No, I mean, you've got to go in there and, and, and try to play with a bunch, you know, with great technique and fundamentals. Uh, there's going to be something crazy that's going to happen, whether it's a trick play and it's a design crazy thing or, or whether there's just going to be something that's caused by a month layoff. 
you know. Um, so there's going to be something that's going to be odd, and we've got to be able to overcome it. Um, there's a lot of twists and turns in bowl games, and so you know it's the team that can that can overcome that, overcome the emotion, uh, focus. That's the team that comes out on top because you know you really want to win win the game because it takes a while. You know that one and zero hangs in there a little bit longer than than uh, than most. Monarchs are six and six. So is Tulsa. It's a different six and six than we've seen in years past. If if a team has six wins early and then stumbles down the stretch, maybe isn't all that fired up to have the ten extra practices and the extra dedication it takes to get another month down the road. You've been to a lot of bowls. Have you ever run into teams, either your teams or your opponents, where they were just done and and didn't want to play, and you could tell that in the first quarter? You know, no. I, it, it that exists. Um, but I've never been a part of it. I mean, it, I've been a part of a, a bunch of very competitive bowl games. I, I tell you, I've, I've gone up on top really a lot in a bowl game, and the team battled back, and, and, and it, was a, it was a scary deal there. And, um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, I've never been part of that. I've seen it on TV. You watch it, and it's just like, man, those guys aren't ready to go. They're not prepared. Uh, but, no, I've never been uh, actually part of it myself. What do you think the key will be? as you take on a fairly evenly matched uh, matchup with Tulsa? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's a lot of things. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, we got to start fast. I think that's always important. Um, you know, in, in these bowl games, you want to start as fast as humanly possible. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean first drive and all that sort of stuff, but the entire first half. Um, you know, we want to take care of the football. That's always critical in these, you know, turnovers and penalties. Uh, in bowl games uh, seem to be a little bit more prevalent. So you want to take care of those as much as humanly possible. So, you know, that's where the techniques and fundamentals that we've really been focusing on here over the last two weeks are going to come up, and, and we've got to make sure that, uh, that we are really locked in and focused and, and each one of our guys is ready to do their job. From an offensive standpoint, who's going to be calling your plays? Uh, coach Reiner will call the plays, our offensive line coach. Uh, you know, really been impressed with uh, our offensive staff and how they've come together and and uh, in this game planning process uh, like i said it's a little bit of, a, of an unusual defense so it takes a little bit more planning and uh was really impressed with 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 the plan uh that they're putting together uh the the amount of detail uh the amount of studying they've been able to do while also still recruiting uh has been awesome and then you know the defensive staff has, has done a great job uh it's you know they're a spread team and they're going to create a lot of space and so we're going to have to make sure that we're we're in the right spot and then we're going to have to take that space away and tackle very well when you look at film of tulsa is there a specific game or two you pick out or are there certain uh scenarios you're looking for to try and figure out how to game plan against them you know, each team, each side of the ball may look at different ones based on what most resembles us, you know. Um, you know, because there's some teams that, you know, obviously on offense, uh, they're probably not going to look at the Navy game very often. You know what I mean? Um, so it's a little bit different. We, you've got to kind of go through there and say, all right, what are they doing just for this team or this team or this team? And, you know, you may play an air raid team, um, for example, you know, teams that played Western Kentucky this year. We didn't look at their tape a whole lot on, on the offensive side of the ball. You know, it's just a little bit different. And just like um, on defense, you know, our team, if, we, if, if Tulsa had been, you know, one of the common opponents, our team, we wouldn't look at their defense because it just doesn't look quite the same. You know what I mean? So it's a little bit different on that end. It's the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. Gearing up for the Myrtle Beach Bowl. I'm going to tell you, and the coach is going to tell you, why you should join us down 
in the Grand Strand on Monday for the 2.30 tip against the Golden Hurricane. We'll do that, but first this from Team Monarch partner, the Virginia Lottery. The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. Let's hear it for the precious metal scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Yeah, precious metal scratchers. They contain prizes ranging from... Hey, let me just mention the second chances. Sorry, it's just my last album that failed to go platinum. Here, have a platinum scratcher. <laughs> really? Precious metal scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Loaded with prizes ranging from $5,000 to $1 million and a second chance to win over $250,000. Check out all four. For odds and more information, visit dalottery.com. Rain on Big Blue and rain on Checkered Flag. As a proud sponsor of all things Monarch Sports, Checkered Flag is bringing its A-game by offering amazing new and pre-owned vehicles that are haggle-free, commission-free, and come with a three-day money-back guarantee. With over 17 brands to choose from and a new location on the peninsula, ODU fans know they can find the perfect vehicle to show off at the next tailgate. It's a match made in heaven. ODU, where winners play, and Checkered Flag, where winners buy. Your home for college football. Hop on the train, Hampton Roads. Old Dominion Football. ESPN Radio 94.1. But the Monarchs turn up the defensive pressure and get the win. That'll be it. The clock will go to zeros, and the Monarchs will have won for the fifth time in a row. The Oyster Bowl is in the books. Ali Jennings, our MVP. Again, our final score, Old Dominion 56, Charlotte 34. And the Monarchs are going bowling for the second time. The Myrtle Beach Bowl is Monday, December the 20th, 2.30 in Conway, South Carolina, about 30 minutes from the oceanfront on your way down to the Grand Strand. You'll go by there, and uh, we hope to see you there. And here's the reason why you need to be there. There are a lot of reasons to be there. First of all, hopefully... If you're working a tight holiday schedule, you only have to maybe take one day off. Second of all, if you want to go down and back, there are ways to do that. We invite you to go to odusports.com slash Bowl Central. Check the Bowl Central page for all the opportunities you have to go early or go late. Here's the other thing. The Myrtle Beach Bowl is the closest bowl that goes south from here of all the bowls. You can drive there. And we've been searching for these types of opportunities. The 2016 event in the Bahamas was wonderful. It was history-making. But it wasn't a real Monarch Bowl because Monarch fans couldn't be there if they wanted to make that last-minute decision. We know there were some diehards there, and they were greatly appreciated the effort there. They were there. But we want everybody there. Everybody there. The tickets are reasonable. You can figure out a way to get down there. We, we've talked to folks who found some wonderful accommodations at very reasonable prices. It is off-peak down there in Myrtle Beach. So if you're thinking about throwing the golf sticks into the, into the uh, car and going down there, I've talked to some golf people down there. They say, wide open, everybody. So those are some reasons, Coach Ricky. Ronnie, what are other reasons why you'd love to see some folks join those that you spoke about earlier that are going to go down there and root on the Monarchs. Yeah, I think it goes down to what we talked about earlier. You know, guys like Isaac Weaver and 
Jojo Heaton and Jordan Young and, and you know, Nick Rice, those, those guys, you know, they get to be uh, Monarchs one more time, and I know they'd love to see everybody there. And, and uh, I really think they deserve everybody's support for just what they've gone through and the sacrifices they've made to be Monarchs when they could have, you know, they could have left, you know. I mean, a lot of them uh, and a lot of people have under similar circumstances. And uh, these guys stayed through it and uh, because they wanted to accomplish something like this. And uh, so I'd love to see everybody there and supporting them. Like you said, it's not a hard drive, you know, and uh, it's before Christmas. It's, you know, that's another great thing. So, you know, this is, this is an awesome opportunity, again, for Monarch Nation to show the country what we are. And that's how you're going to get continue to get in bowl games and even better bowl games is by going out there and and, and selling as many tickets as we can and, and, and get as many people as we can there that was going to be my next point because here's why we've asked you to go to and use the code odu21 on this thing because not for this year but there are benefits this year because you'll all be in the same section rooting for monarchs with other monarchs for the monarchs but also the the athletic department's uh, fares better when you go through that way and I think the bigger picture here is next year or the year after that or the year after that when they're determining who is going to go to what bowl they're going to look and see what kind of support the Monarchs had this time because if I were in their shoes I'd sit there and say listen this is a layup for Old Dominion University it's a five hour drive to the beach they understand how to have fun at the beach they live at the beach they can go support their team do it in one day if they want, a weekend if they want, or a full-blown vacation. Remember, there are other great bowls around the country. None are as close as this one. Go to odusports.com slash bowlcentral. I know some of you are saying the military bowl, and that's fine, but I'm not going north in December if I have a choice. That's just, that's just me. All right. There you have that. Coach? This is our final show of this year, and I just want to say how, how great you've been at this stuff. One of the things that's endeared you to the Monarch Nation is the fact that you, you talk from the heart and you speak from the soul, and that's appreciated in this day of sound bites and clips and coach speak and all those types of things. To do this type of show is not easy if you're going to be that way, because oftentimes you can head down little paths you really didn't feel like heading down. Well, thank goodness you've headed down those paths because it's been fascinating every step of the way, and I want to thank you for doing this show so well this season. No, th thank you. You've done, a, you've done a great job of leading me through some things. I know, uh, I know I've probably made some mistakes, like, uh, like ruining the number one play already, uh, but <laughs> you've been great, and it's been awesome. You know, Ray and, and his staff have been unbelievable here, and, and everybody who shows up each and every week to, to you know, cheer us on. It, the same, you know, these people are one and zero right here because when we were one and six, the same people are here that are here when we're six and six, and and I think that that's an unbelievable, you know, that shows people what Monarch Nation's really all about. Everybody hung in there, and the payoff is Monday in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, the 2021 Myrtle Beach Bowl, Old Dominion and Tulsa. Coach, best of luck. You've had a wonderful run thus far. Let's get the cherry on top of the Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a great opportunity for us. Great football team, and uh, we're going to be ready to go. Want to thank the coach. Want to thank Ray and the gang here at Wild Wing Cafe. Of course, the folks that come out each and every week for Chip and for Derek on the board here at Richie Somerville back in our Monarch Game Day studios. This is Ted Alexander. Good night from the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. You've been listening to the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show presented by Chartway Federal Credit Union. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. Chartway makes your life more affordable. Special thanks to all our 12th Monarch fans for supporting tonight's show.
We'd also like to thank our host location, Wild Wing Cafe, serving up hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Tonight's Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show was brought to you by Team Monarch Partners, Pepsi, the official soft drink of ODU Athletics, Pepsi, that's what I like, Cox Business, from speeds up to 100 gig to cloud collaboration tools, Cox Business offers flexible and scalable solutions to drive business success at Hampton Roads. Learn more at coxbusiness.com. The Virginia Lottery, $11 billion to Virginia's K-12 public schools since 1999. The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. ODU Online, home or away, ODU Online makes it easy to take your classes with you. Visit oduonline.edu slash team to learn more. And Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay believes lending peace of mind goes beyond mortgages. Broadcast coverage of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is authorized by ODU Sports Properties, a division of Playfly Sports Incorporated, and is intended solely for the private use of our audience. Any rebroadcast or other use of the accounts and descriptions without the expressed written consent of ODU Sports Properties or Old Dominion University is prohibited. The Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is a presentation of ODU Sports Properties in association with ESPN Radio 94.1, your home for ODU Sports and Max Media. Follow all of your favorite Old Dominion University sports at odusports.com anytime, 24 hours a day. This is the ODU Sports Radio Network.